0: Welcome to the spin-off of There's a Workshop for That,
1: your B-monthly rendezvous with Natty, Appa, and Audrey. We're here to unpack our thoughts on facilitation, workshopping, and a silly little thing called life. Give us some love, subscribe, share, and add a nice review. Thank you for tuning in. Let's talk. Stepping out of your comfort zone is never easy. Hi, ladies. Hello, hello. Hey, Natty. Hey, Appa. Hi, nice to see you guys again. How are you? We're good, we're good. How are you? You're leaving very soon. I think it's five or six weeks from now. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds scary. It is. And amazing at the same time. Yeah. How is. are you feeling? Oh, honestly,
0: I would love that everything is done and that I'm I'm there in Bali and that um, that have done all the stuff. Because when you take a decision, it's first... You're very excited. I will move to Bali. I mean, I've spent eight months last year in Asia and I was stuck in Bali for five months and it was so nice. And then I took the decision, okay, next year, 2024, I will uh, sell all my stuff and I will take all my little suitcases filled with my books
1: and Uh, my little
2: suitcases. (laughs) I mean, shall we talk about what happened two weeks ago?
1: There was stuff everywhere.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And can we count how many times you tripped in your suitcase that were open all over the place? I mean, I felt bad coming in your place with my suitcase and leaving from the suitcase. But I mean, when I saw yours, I was like, yeah, no,
0: you're fine. Like, hers is bigger. I was like, I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's always this thing of you take a decision. So it's very nice, very exciting. But then you have to do this stuff. And Mm. do this stuff is like, Why I was crying so much time. Even if I took the decision to move to Berlin, I was crying so much time because I've been living in this flat in Germany for ten ten years long Mm -hmm. with my daughter. Yeah, now she's studying, and but it's like a chapter of my life. Yeah, I can imagine Mm -hmm. stepping
1: out of your comfort zone is never easy. It's never, never easy. I mean, it's 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 exciting. exciting.
0: very hard hard and exciting so every time i was selling something it was like
1: a part of you a part of you
0: (laughs) oh this lamp i just choose this lamp at that time and now it's for someone else and you sell it for nothing i mean you could you buy every everything for a big price and then you're selling for nothing that's
2: quite a big leap i mean I, you're saying it's like 10 years that you were in Germany and I'm thinking about me like s- next year I'm literally closing my 10-year anniversary in London and uh, and yeah And if you were to tell me okay next year you're like just going abroad going on like the other side of the planet almost I mean yeah it's 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 scary but at the same time I kind of like remember when I first moved from France yeah. to the UK yeah. and it was such an amazing and daunting moment of my life Hmm. so yeah i mean getting outside of your comfort zone is not it doesn't necessarily come easy but it comes with so much opportunity that you didn't even plan for that just happened i mean yeah we've all traveled actually we've all like been changing countries you're about to do it yet another time Hmm. yeah so what are your tricks ladies when it comes to yeah taking a leap or changing countries like what can you recall or what were the things that yeah. get you to do this.
1: I mean, for me, I never really had an option because I was, I think, seventeen when I left India, and it was at that point uh, to go to university and get away from my parents. <laughs> but, no, I'm Hello, I'm parents. We hope you're listening.
0: She loves no, you. no, it's
1: not. It was to study, but yeah, I also wanted my freedom, um, you know. And I left, and I didn't think of it, you know. I was like, I'm going to the UK. Um, but it really, like when you're actually there and you're alone and you, you know, the, 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 the goodness of it, like kind of wears off or the the excitement of it wears off, you realize it's not that easy. It's not so as easy as you thought. I mean, that was an English speaking country that I moved to and I was Mm. going for studies, but then soon after I kind of took a, took a leap and I moved, uh, to Germany uh, where I didn't speak the language uh, because I was hired there and yeah it was I would say big culture shocks a uh, lot of adapting um, hard to make friends it's not easy
0: no um, in Germany it's not easy no when you have friends there are for
1: always yeah you- I made some amazing friends uh, down the line but when I first moved there I, re- I remember feeling very very alone yeah. Um and then I moved to the Czech Republic, uh, very similar again.
0: You're all talking about me moving to Bali, but you
1: did it Apa You yeah. did how much time you did it? 4 4, Four times. times. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I I never thought of it like that. I always like I've always seen myself as a bit of a nomad. Yeah. Uh where I don't know really where I belong. My home is <laughs> India, but when I go back, I find myself not really always um I don't know belonging, uh, belonging. Yeah, yeah yeah but so, this
2: is so it's mixer mixer yeah. it's important to have roots as well i mean i know like the first thing i Tell people is oh I'm French I'm from Bordeaux like
0: yeah me too (laughs)
2: that's who I am like period like
1: (laughs) that's true I'm very Bengali so
2: having like your
0: roots uh, I love that your you've got your roots as well and then we cannot hire it uh,
1: because of our accent yeah Yeah. I mean I look Indian hello like I'm brown as hell (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true we're just not as exotic anymore I mean we were never exotic there's too many of us
0: yeah (laughs) never too many. One more rapper. When you say, yeah, I'm leaving from France to Germany or I'm leaving to, from Germany to Bali or like you, it's like everybody seems so inspired mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. it. But actually, I don't have the feeling to do a big thing. I don't have... It's like... Okay, so it feels natural, basically. Yeah, natural, not. But it's like, okay, uh, I'm moving to Bali, so I have to sell my stuff. I have to look what I have to need to be done for the administrative part. Um, I have to look the health insurance. I have to. It's like i starting in the robot mode, like project manager. Okay, what are the things that need to be done? So mm-hmm. everybody is exciting in this time that, oh, you are leaving. And, and yeah. But I'm not in this. I'm in the project milestones of until I will be there. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. when I will be there, it will be like breathing again. It will be like, okay, my to-do list is now running... the the workshoppers, uh, making my podcasts, uh, the bootcamps and everything what we planned and go to the beach.
1: (laughs) And I think that's because you already made the decision to leave, you know, I think the first step is really like for people who want to make a change or, you know, take that leap. It's making that decision and then acting on it. Right. So. Uh, once you've made that decision, then you get into that project management mode and then you go there, make that decision. You go to wherever it is you're going, if you're traveling or whatever the decision is you've made. And then again, you only feel the consequences of that decision after it has already been made. Yeah. Um, so you're in that limbo period.
0: Exactly. And I had a um, moment where I thought, why do I do that? Yeah, (laughs) you second
1: guess yourself. Why did I do that? Why did I do
0: that? Actually, it would be more comfortable to stay here. I have all my friends, I have all my coffee shop where we were together. Um, I have uh, Appa one hour from here or two hours from here with the flight, and, uh, and you one hour from here with the flight. So it would be easier. But at the end, it's always this fire to tell myself I wanted to do that Mm -hmm. all the time. Now my parents are okay, I'm okay, I can work from anywhere. So if I don't do it now, maybe in 10 years I will not be able to do that. So I always have the vision of why I did that. Mm -hmm. And this is what helped me to continue even if I have my doubts. And when I have my doubts, I try to look at this fear and ask myself... Actually, what is the risk? Because you can go there
1: and it's not working or you are not you can happy. come back. Or, you and can you come can back. come back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, we were talking about it when we were together. It's, it's that feeling of being... I mean, you have to get used to feeling comfortable with being uncomfortable sometimes yes. oh i love that for for, yeah. for growing yeah. for growth and if that i mean i think we have to stop looking at things as if they're final it's like okay i leave i go there i hate it and now i'm a failure because yeah. i hated it and i made a decision i mean oh, you can yeah. come back There the it's, you know, I think we need to stop being so final about things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, to make a journey. It's not a destination, yeah, it's, it's a, a journey. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is the same, actually, like all the, the facilitators are mentoring. A lot of them are, are working in corporate, rates, for example, and they want to go freelance. And they are, like, blocked by their fear to go out from the comfort zone. I mean, it's a big step to quit a job and start, like, a freelance uh, Career, thing. Yeah, Career. Yeah. I did this yeah. step uh, two years ago and I think it was it was the most fearing step why because I was working 20 years long in the same environment and a salary is coming every month mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you only have to concentrate on your work actually you don't have to make all the things around you did yeah. the same, uh, Audrey. You get yeah. your
2: job. It was like the scariest and the most exciting thing I have ever done. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was like for like 13 years working in like corporate and fintech companies and like just, you know, going on the path, going with the flow, you know, it was just like natural up until I had a toxic environment actually and you don't really realize it when it happens. It takes like a little while before you start acknowledging what starts feeling wrong.
1: Yeah.
2: And for me, I in my journey like I just ended up at some point realizing something was wrong and I started looking for what it could be. Yeah. My confidence level like seriously dropped and fun fact it's actually the gym and cycling that boosted my confidence (laughs) back up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's September. I'm going to get back on like doing something for myself. And I started going to the gym and cycling classes. And it,
1: Are you a spinning teacher, person? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I love spinning. The, <laughs> I hate <laughs> it. it. I'm such, it's such a cult. I love spinning it so is, much. It is a cult oh, for it's sure. It's such a cult.
2: <laughs> yeah. um, thinking of you, Jacob, if you're hearing this. And Yarka, I love <laughs> you. <laughs> so, so yeah, like spinning actually gave me back my confidence to some extent, and that's where I realized really it's, it's a job environment, it's, it's no longer for me, and I had to make that tough decision of quitting yeah. without a job. Like seriously, I quit and I had no backup plans, and it was about Christmas time, and I was like
1: <gasps> freaking out, yeah. but at
2: the same time, I have to admit, it was the best moment I handed over my resignation. <gasps>
1: Do you feel like something left your body? Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. big weight. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Just I often feel do. like that yeah. when I when I have like a... Um, when I'm able to talk to somebody about something which has been bothering me and, and the person takes it well, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you are able to address it and it's no gaslighting, nothing. It just literally feels like that anxiety or that... What you were holding inside you. I don't know what it is. It's probably some kind of energy. Just leaving your body. (laughs) And, you know, quitting is probably one of the hardest things uh, because of societal expectations as well.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, You're right. Around around what that means. Oh, are you jobless? Does that mean you don't have a job? Yeah. Because we tend to define ourselves with our job as well. So when you don't have a job, it's like, who are you? Who am I? Uh, Those existential questions.
0: This is in this moment... Where I think that the most important thing in this kind of moment is to be surrounded by the right person.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. just being able to take that risk, you know, having that faith in yourself. Yeah. I so. mean of course a support system is important, yeah. but I've been in situations where everybody's telling me, Hey, do your thing. Yeah. And it's just me stopping myself from doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we
2: can talk about that like four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: if you don't want to miss the
0: release of future episodes, press the subscribe button on your podcast app and don't hesitate to send us your questions or comments, which I'll be sure to answer at podcast at laworkshoppers.com. I also invite you to sign up for our newsletter called La Workshoppers Gazette to receive valuable resources on facilitation, upcoming events, podcast guests and services offered by La Workshopers team.
2: I kind of want to like share with you and I know we've been like mentioning this couple of times and one thing that helped me and I discovered it after I actually quit, fun fact, but it's this guy called Tim Ferris. He's quite known and and famous for different things but one I want to mention right now because we're talking about how do you process these things and how do you deal with your fear um, and how do you get outside of your comfort zone. He's got this Brilliant exercise and deadly simple of fear-setting exercise. Yeah. And what it, what it is, it's like just about understanding and acknowledging your fear. Like, what are you afraid of? What is the thing that could happen that would like scare you the most? So it's like three columns. First is like, what are you scared of? Mm-hmm. What is the impact or what are the impacts if this thing actually was to happen yeah. And the third column is about what's your repair plan, what's your backup plan if it actually happens, what do you do in this case. So I repeat, it's like super simple, like what are you scared of, what may happen, if it happens then what is uh, the, um, the impact of it and then what would you do if it actually happens. Mm-hmm. And when I started thinking about that, even like quitting a job, the worst case thing that can happen in my head, at least for me.
0: You go back to your parents. Exactly. (laughs) And then, yeah,
2: like you, you left them at 17, you may have to go back, who knows. I think think my parents would take me
1: back. They would take me back. I'll I'll take you back. I'll take you back back also. (laughs) No, but you know, you're saying this, but I went to a leadership course uh, from Cornell University and they were talking about, uh, she was talking about, you know, leading with courage, one of the teachers, and she was talking about the fact that when you are bungee jumping... What is that? When you jump off a plane? Oh not bungee jumping, when you jump off a plane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or bungee jumping. Okay. A lot of people, what stops you, the fear, is that you're gonna die. Oh my god, yes. But there are so many things that can happen between you jumping off the plane and dying. Yes. Because you have two parachutes, so it wouldn't require both your parachutes to fail. Mm. It would require that you're jumping alone the first time ever. Which is also not the case because you usually jump tandem with someone. But Your brain does that to you. Your brain takes you to that worst outcome.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: And when you actually force your brain to think about exactly your these instincts, st- survival instincts. Yeah. yeah. But when you think about it in that step that you just said, you realize that you're making some assumptions about the worst case outcome that you've, that you've yeah. made in your, in your head. And also just being able to, let's say, um, understand that, be aware of it. Yeah. Uh, the exercise would be really helpful. I'm going to use it actually. Oh, yes. Thanks. You do. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. So, okay, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you have, you had a you have a pretty cool and
1: a pretty <laughs> wild story. story,
0: a wild story you told us.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, in between when I was in England, uh, I was studying at the LSC and um I did an exchange program in China. But while I w- before I went there, uh, I was on holiday with my mom in Ireland. And uh, I was standing on in Inishmore in the uh, near in in Galway. Um, but basically a wave pushed me off a cliff. This was somehow recorded by another bystander who mm. was videotaping the same thing that I was videotaping from a different angle. And I happened to be in their camera.
2: Mm-hmm. And...
1: I oh, fell forty good. feet off a cliff, which is about four, 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 like a four-story building. Oh, God. And <laughs> I'm uh, dead already. Guys. Yeah.
0: just oh, thinking god. of
1: it. And oh my god! yeah, and uh, you thought
0: you would die, no?
1: I I was not thinking uh, when you're falling when you when you're in it. I was not thinking at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. I was actually rescued and uh, by by a guy who happened to be an advanced paramedic on holiday with his girlfriend wow. uh, at the same place. Oh um, my god! And, yeah, I was airlifted into hospital and I had a broken leg, of course. And that was all I had, That's actually. It. That's like, it, yeah. And I have, of course, a broken leg. Eh, the rest. Yeah, yeah, people thought they were going to see a dead body. Uh, yeah. And yeah. somehow I survived. But, um, I mean, it was... I, I. And I found the video while I was in hospital. Um, someone sent it to me saying, is this you? Um, and that, and once that video became viral, there, it was in news everywhere. Um, in, in Irish news, but also American news. Um, because of the video and the, and the proof. So I was being hounded by the media a lot. Um, but basically I, I was, I was, uh, I was not being able to walk for about, I would say, um, three months. So I had, um, I had crutches and I was at that point due to go back to the LSE and, uh, do my exams, uh, take my exams. And I decided to do that because I could have taken a gap year, uh, but I actually decided to go back. And I mean, the kind of support I received from my from my classmates were just unbelievable. People were sending me all their notes, everything to help me uh, graduate, to help me graduate and and learn. Um, And then after that, I was supposed to go to China and I was thinking, you know, how can I move to a new to beijing where i'd never been on an exchange program with a completely new group of people that i would never met
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um with a broken leg and uh my my father being indian was like no indian takes a gap year (laughs) so i think he made that decision for me so i don't know about stepping out of my comfort zone but he definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone (laughs) And I did move to Beijing, and uh, I, that's where I met my, my husband. And, yeah, Aww. the rest oh is really, the rest so is really his history. I mean, he loved me when I was limping, so he must really love me. <laughs> I was limping everywhere on the <laughs> on the Great Wall of China. He had to, like, hold my hand and make sure I wouldn't fall. Aww. So, uh, yeah. I so there was would... no tsunami on the Wall of China. No, no, but it was, at some points, it was really dangerous. Um, so, yeah, I mean, stepping out of... Your comfort okay. zone can sometimes lead to. I, do I do don't you, even know. It's like it just led to something I didn't even know was possible. I mean, my husband is Czech. Like I had never met a Czech person before. <laughs> so, I, like, you in know, China, in China, like you know, and the, the the one that I met, I married. So, you know, it just it's something that you can't even imagine that it would happen.
2: Yeah, no, right.
1: Yeah. It just seems crazy. But in my head, I was filled with fear at that point. I was, imagine, I didn't, I don't speak Mandarin or anything. I was just moving there um, on an exchange program for four months.
0: That's so crazy. I can't believe this story. Yeah. So the lesson of it is, if you want to go out from your comfort zone... Make your dad
1: push you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Go videotape (laughs) like tsunami. (laughs) No, but if you guys want to see the video, I mean, we can link it if you want. Yeah, we can. We can. But yeah, the fact is, if you want to do it right
2: now, like I mean, seriously, guys, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. If
1: you want
0: to go out of your comfort zone, you have to understand that the fears are normal, that you have to face them, and that you have to take only one step after another Mm -hmm. and continue to take action. Because if you are paralyzed, only the fact to make a step help you to take action and to mm-hmm. not let the fear um, hold you back yeah. from yeah. doing the things one step at a time yeah. it's like
2: in Frozen that's what uh, Anna sings when her sister let it go. is like almost
1: let dead it go. no she doesn't say let da, it go na, 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 no. does she sing let it go? no I don't think so no that's yeah. not on this one that's not this one but uh, one step at a time <laughs> one, does she sing one step at a time sorry that's the only song from Frozen that I know No, so, <laughs> but um, yeah yeah. No, I I really think I I really think I mean fear is just an assumption you're making about an outcome uh and how you how equipped you are to deal with that and just being aware of that I think is super important. Yeah. That's the fear
2: that pushes us to, you know, do the right thing as well sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually it's here to protect us. Yeah. The fear is only here because sh- this is something in your head that want to protect your, you to yeah. do something. But actually, behind, when you overcome it, you're so proud of yourself. Yeah. I did it, and uh, because I did it, I met this person and this person, and I did things that I never thought I would do, so... Mm -hmm. You're about
2: to take another leap, Nati, so... There you go, you'll tell us when you're on the other side, like... How does it feel, and uh, if... uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will. And when I need to cry, because I, I feel a little bit alone.
2: You're not alone anymore. (laughs) You've Um, got your team.
1: You already have someone there.
0: Yeah, true. Thank
1: Thank you, you you guys. guys.